While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn, light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org give. Peace, peace, everyone. It's your girl, Sequoia Blue, back in here with another episode. We got my girl, Shy Lee Ackerman, in the building, and she's going to talk about LinkedIn, how to be a digital boss, and how to represent <laughs> your social media marketing page the way it's supposed to be, because there's certain ways you have to market to get that product out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes. So I want to start with that first question. <laughs> What are the easiest things I can do to shine on LinkedIn? Um, because a lot of people, they they either don't know about LinkedIn or like, what is LinkedIn for? What do we need it for? Like some people think, you know, don't understand LinkedIn. Look, like you said, business bosses, like if you're a business person, like LinkedIn, depending on the kind of business you're in, is a killer. If you're a career seeker, also a killer. Because your LinkedIn is, this is what I tell students all the time when I do trainings for young people. I'm like, your LinkedIn profile is your handshake. It is your pre-interview before they even consider giving you an interview. It's a chance for you to stack the deck with information that shows you as a brilliant genius of whatever the thing is that you do, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you can tell that story on your LinkedIn summary section, which people leave basic and boring like if you can tell that story of like Mm. here's what i've accomplished i had one intern that was like a bodybuilder and i'm like he's like that's a little weird like should i put that on like yeah why not that's super interesting that gives the interviewer a chance to ask you a fun question when they're also trying to figure out what to ask you about right uh it's so cool another uh no it wasn't this was an employee like a contractor that i hired to help me with my website and she was like a hockey expert she was a hockey coach and i'm like that can't hurt when you're doing designing websites that you're a coach and you can guide people because you're doing user interviews and all that that stuff. I'm like, these are things you should highlight about yourself, right? So uh, a basic sense is explain who you are, how you got to where you are, why you like the thing that you do, and how you want to help people. If you can answer those basic questions, that's the dumbest, simplest way to start with LinkedIn like today. Uh, and I'm looking at your face. It's like, oh, it's another project, maybe. It's another thing to take over. No! Tackle. <laughs> but, uh, I agree! No, Good. Uh, but I always say if, if people are nervous about jumping in, because I have clients, like I coach a bunch of ladies on how to do LinkedIn for their business and all that kind of stuff. They're one of my clients. And sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I've t-. like I had one lady today. She's like, it's too much. I don't know how to do it. And she's a professional writer conveniently. So I was like, this should be easy for you. And I was like, you know what? Just put 10 minutes to it and just do what you can. Or every time you look at your LinkedIn profile, add one nice nugget about who you are and what's special about you. Maybe it's a description for a job that you had about what you did or a story about how you helped somebody right i saw you were in the customer you do a lot of stuff with customers right there's probably stories there that you can highlight for whatever your business things are going to be so that's a little taste for now (laughs) i like that so like what if you are a you work a regular job like me and you have businesses like me does like what is the way because i've i've gotten so many messages from people saying well what is it that you do like what what who are you and all stuff because it 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 does it does jar in excitement and curiosity which is a good thing but then i'm like uh do do you add your artist as well or you know and how does that work it's hard this is a tricky thing um do you put all these different complexities on there here's the tricky part right if you want to showcase who you are, great. If your company, and I don't know how, if any of your clients or companies or whatever are nervous about this, but if you're like, oh, look, I do all these other things. It's like, is she going to leave? Is she going to stay? What's going to happen, right? You don't, it's delicate, right? I have not done that. I've been basically entrepreneurial my entire career. So I can't pretend like I know what that's like because that's a whole other can of worms. But um, ah, look, I'll say this. Like I had a client a couple of years ago. Actually, I'm talking to her next week. I haven't talked to her in a while, but um. She is a matchmaker, but she's also like works at a massive healthcare company. And she was like, what do I do? Should I put on my profile? And she was kind of sure that she was going to do something on her profile, but she's like, I don't care. Like I've got my job. It's fine. And then she ends up highlighting what she does for a living. And then she's able to get prospects now from LinkedIn because she named it. If you don't name it, people don't see it. Right. Cause if someone sees you posting on LinkedIn, I don't know, like they're going to look at your profile and if your profile doesn't give them the insights about what you do, that's going to be complicated, but you can always send them a website. Like I know your website is very detailed and has a lot of stuff on it. Right. If you want to keep it a secret you've got that but 
it's your chance to wow people, right? And if you're not worried about your job, then like it's a great platform to showcase the awesomeness that you do, which I know you do. Yeah, so and it's I delicate. Think tech, <laughs> yeah, and I think in tech it's a little bit different because you got so many people in tech that are because I'm in tech. You know, you got so many people in tech that are doing like so many different things. So it's kind of like, eh, is it okay? Everybody's doing. Yeah, I feel like everybody's doing it now when it comes to tech. Now, if someone's in another field, like I don't know HR or something, I don't know if it'll be the same. But in tech. Everybody, oh most people I meet in tech are creating a game. They have another thing going on. So then I said, okay, I'm just going to add everything I do on there because yes. I want people to see me. And then also I know that eventually those businesses will be my full-time babies. So Ooh. we want, so I think that's so, so good. <laughs> I think that it is good for people, audience to add everything you do, because then you want, because you never know, you know, you might get someone that says, hey, you know, I want you to do yes. this. And, and you're missing out on the opportunity because you didn't put that business on there. Yes. So. You're saying this to someone who also struggled with this for a long time. So yeah. I love that you said that because so many people are probably going to be like, yes. But I'm glad to hear that tech has a culture of this. But the other interesting thing, too, is like, let's say you want these to be for fun side projects. Like, these are also yeah. data points to leverage for like a new position. Like, hey, I'm so good. I built this thing that's super awesome. Imagine if I could give you those skills, right? They can see the possibilities and they can see your muscle because I'm like if you can produce a whole podcast like what else can you do right yeah like, it's another it's another way to highlight your skill set so I like that you said it that way because it is a very tricky topic for me and I'm like oh oh it's hard because yeah, I was I had two different LinkedIn's when I started I had an entertainment LinkedIn and then I had a tech LinkedIn oh, and when I hard. tell you it was it was a lot of work to keep up with like whatever I I would miss messages on one profile and I'd be like oh that was a really good message and that was a month ago because I couldn't you know, it's social media galore. You can't keep up with everything. So I said, you know what? I'm combining it. And if it's, and if it's meant to be, a job's going to want me to going to want me, period. You know, they're going to see the value. Ugh. And they and they did, you know, because when I added everything, I still got jobs. <laughs> so I was like, I got there you They go. might ask about it. They might say, oh, you do music. Oh, that's fine. You're going to sing around the office? Like, they'll joke about it. Okay, like, cool. how nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll sing around the office. I, I like this entertainer thing because like how many people have the intersection of like the entertainment that you do in tech, right? There could be an, a nice balance there. It's it really funny. Is. Yeah. Like that's the skill set, right? Like how many people have the, the yeah. mutual skill set there, right? Yeah. Cause it's still technical. Music is technical in a way when you're doing the editing and promoting a canvas uh -huh. and canvas is technical, believe it or not. I was thinking like canvas weren't technical. Like, I mean, but then I met, I mean, so many people that don't understand what I'm saying. I'm like, canvas easy. No, it's not. I'm like, what? canvas easy, but they say it's too technical. So it's like, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's just certain things I've learned. I'm like, okay. So everything is with each other. Everything flows with each other to make you an expert at what you're doing. And you know, yes. It all weaves into the story you're telling about people. And the more they can see that you're someone that likes to accomplish things, the better, right? It's yeah. great. But I also like, you know, you're all about like, let's be vulnerable. Let's be real. Like my like mentor coach, whatever you want to call her, like has literally gave me the speech that you gave me like a year ago. And like, I was like, I literally was like, she was like, you know, I do sometimes I support people with online events. It's not my main business, but like people know oh. that I'm good at technical stuff and that I can do production for online events and all this weird stuff. She's like, Shiley, put it on your website because somebody, I know people need this service. Just do it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but I don't really, I, like, I'm very focused on like, this is my business. My main business is where it brings me my income. But like, this is like, yeah, if it happens and people know about it, they'll talk and they'll send me over. So I put it on my website and I started talking about it. Like I talked about it like the next day because it was like fresh in my mind. And the next day I got a client. <laughs> hired me for that plus what? my regular services i was like wow. okay so like look it doesn't happen all the time but like it felt nice that i was like okay if i tell people what the possibilities are and if i add it to my website it means that people can now search it and say yes to it i but love that i'm still anxious as hell about all of it so like yeah. i love that you're empowered about it great because it took me years to be like that i still have two websites i have a personal website and a business website so that's she's been trying to get me to merge those for years and i was like Wah. you should i know i'm like because coach me make... now i'm like i don't know <laughs> i'm not i've told people told me to do coaching i'm like i can't i don't know no. i don't know if i can do coaching no, look, i might one day the but... right thing for you right but it i'm like I, we're learning from each other and I love yes, it. Like, this I is love a great, it. awesome show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody likes my shows. They say I got, but it's I'm probably because I'm always hyper, but. <laughs> my people. You're my people. So, I love it. Yeah, I'm, yes. You my people too. So yes. I want to know. So, social media, right? Like when it comes to, let's say somebody's trying to be a life coach, right? And sure. they're trying to get clients and they're like, you know what? I don't want to be at a regular job. I just want to get clients. Or maybe they had a regular job and they're trying to get out and they want to get some clients. Would ads be the best way if they have the money 
uh, I don't love ads. Now, if you call an ads expert that knows what they're doing, like, and you want to pay them, like, that's a different story. All the stuff I do is not dependent on ads. It's dependent on relationships and like Ooh. relationships and good information that the people that you want to serve, serve. Uh, I've heard story after story about, like, I had one of my earliest, earlier prospects from years ago um, was this insurance firm. And like, I was, I was underpriced at that time. It was like such a cheap deal. They missed out on it, but like, I didn't know how to sell. And I went in there and he's like telling me, he's like, yeah, like I really need help with my marketing, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I accidentally spent $600 on ads because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, you shouldn't do them by yourself unless you're really wanting to learn how to do ads on your own. It's like a a mess. And so I don't touch those, but I'm sure they're very valuable for certain people. Um, but I would always start with this. If, if I'm, let's say I'm still in a job. Like I always tell, like it's almost my personal trader. Cause all my personal traders are always like, Oh, I want to do something on social media. I'm like, let me tell you, mm-hmm. um, start keeping the list of who you think you're going to be able to serve like long before you quit. And also try to figure out what they need long before you quit. So you can have a book of business before you quit. <laughs> and I don't know if I should be the one saying this. Cause I get, I went straight to like working for myself in various capacities after hey. college. So I'm not That's a good. nine fiver, but um, but yeah, start the sooner you start, the better, because I think unless you know how to sell, it's going to take a long time to find the people. And the longer that you have trying to figure out what that business is, the easier I think it'll be. Cause mm-hmm. I did yeah, a lot of struggle bus years before I got to this point. So if you no. can do that while getting compensated, like probably a safer bet. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, I just started learning digital marketing myself Ooh. and I've realized I used to do marketing all wrong in the past. I was a bonehead and I didn't do a lot of it when I, you know, in the past, but I realized I now I realized the right way. So if people want to do digital marketing courses to get, get the clients faster, Hey, you know, I recommend yes. it. And if you don't have the money to do digital marketing, or maybe you can't pay for the course, or maybe you don't understand it, right. Then you can go organic and learn how to build relationships. Like you said, that's the thing that's worked in all of history. Like the, the same things I teach on social media, like were what worked in business a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago. It's the same thing. It's like, you have people, they trust you and they tell their friends that they trust you. You can make that faster. If all of that information and all that trust is on a website and all that like tips and insights and brilliance is clearly noted on a website. That's the real magic of all of this stuff. Uh, that's to me is the only thing you can guarantee your success on, on the internet is like the relationships. Now, is that easy? No, it takes a long time. So there are other hacks and other marketing courses and stuff, but I like to boil it to things that will apply today and will apply to like a thousand years from now. So whatever the social media is of a thousand years, everything I teach will still work there. Good people, good information, match them together. Right. But a lot of people don't have the network and they don't have the contacts. And unless your stuff is super juicy, like you might not get a ton of organic traffic your way. Yeah. Getting your own people is a lot easier. Those are, at least those are the clients I serve. They already have their network, right? If somebody's starting Ooh, from zero, okay. it's a lot harder for them to get started on it if they don't know, you know, who they're talking to and where their people are. Um, so I'm always very delicate with folks. Like if they're coming in new, like my focus of the work that I do with them is showing them how to use the tools of the web and how the ideas that they need to keep in mind as they're learning and growing. Uh, but I think you said something really good here. And this is very much like the Sherpa philosophy of your social media, Sherpa.com, is you can learn it. And I think one of the best things about social media is that anybody can learn it. You don't have to spend a penny on it. You can literally just try and do it. I never, I went to school for education. So I'm a teacher like in, in my background oh, and wow. I learned marketing because some person bestowed the opportunity to work for free on their social media platform. I thought it was a big honor. They took advantage of me, but it's fine. Long time ago now. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I learned so much from that. And then I used that to end up getting paid for it. So you don't have to pay for a crazy expensive course to do it. There's tons of people who are doing it for free online, but also you just doing it will teach you so much. At least that I made my wow. university students do. I was like, let me just get them to try. Um, and then they got insight, right? So wow. it's doable. So if you're listening, it is, it is doable. Yeah. yeah. Cause you know, it, it just crazy. I tell people just do organic, do a post a day. And Whoa. you know, one of the questions I have is like, you know, how do people manage their social media? Because like, my thing is with Instagram, TikTok, what else is Pinterest, all these people. And then oh. you're also possibly working or some people have whole families and stuff and all this going on. Like, how do you stay on it? Because a lot of times people get so tired or they feel like, hey, no one's engaging in my right. stuff. It's so. not worth it. Why would yeah. they keep trying if it's yeah. not worth it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why I like to try to focus on what can you control? Because you can't control the algorithms of these platforms. You can't do, you can't like, you can't control it. Like it's just yeah. it's, like, it's impossible to do it. But what we can control is that like the 50 people that you think can hire you. 
Ladies and gents, jazz up your New Year's Eve with the renowned Jeff Hamilton Organ Trio. Swing in the New Year at the Lincoln Theater with an unforgettable evening of soulful Hammond B3 organ sounds by Akiko, Saruga, and dynamic guitar work by Steve Kolbachek, led by renowned drummer Jeff Hamilton. This trio is a powerhouse of talent that will get you moving and grooving into 2024 with style. Join us December 29th at the Lincoln Theater. Visit jazzartsgroup.org for tickets and information. New on Curiosity Stream, we've walked with dinosaurs. We've explored our prehistoric planet, and we were always told the same story. Extinction came from the sky. But what if dinosaurs survived? Amazing Dino World 2. Watch it now on Curiosity Stream. With monthly, annual, and bundle plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com see the stuff so if you have them on an email list if they're you know maybe let's say there's like a thousand people from your network of people that you've worked with before they could hire you for something like use that first right you already have an audience there it's a lot easier to get that now granted people are like blowing up on tiktok which is great there's like you know i have a cousin that has four hundred thousand followers on tiktok i'm like bless this guy like good for him but um it's possible but it's also like it takes that work like doing it every day like i had a client that wanted to do it and here's where it's delicate because you know discouragement is like just like is hard just discouragement is that a word discourage getting discouraged yeah discouragement (laughs) yeah so she wanted to do tiktok every day no she's 23 so she's young and hip and all that stuff but she's also like doesn't always love the social media stuff and so she did it every day for like a week and a half and i told her i warned her i was like you're gonna quit at some point not that i don't believe in her i believe in her i believe in my clients so much but i also know the pitfalls that are coming their way before they do them i said you're gonna you're gonna get tired of this and you're gonna get bored and i would say save as much content hoard it because some days you're gonna hate life and you never gonna want to post so have something ready to go just in case and after like a week and a half she was like oh i'm gonna post one later and eventually she got discouraged because she didn't see the results and i was like you gotta you gotta love it and you gotta stick with it for it to maybe do something for you but the problem with her is that she had a bunch of followers on linkedin that already loved and adored her right so Mm. the fact that she was spending all this energy on a platform she didn't have that on yet it wasn't really where she's going to get the most results Uh, moved her energy to where she could get the result where her people were ding ding you got to find your people your tribe and that's the thing like maybe tiktok might not be your tribe you know because for some people like me i don't want to talk every minute on a video all the time like (laughs) i like my podcast thing but i don't want to be on there on tiktok all the time hey this is going on you know i'm just not that person but i do i do admire the people that do do it i love watching tiktok i think tiktok's great but i'm just like i'm like okay i can't i can't do tiktok videos all the time and then have to edit them and i don't I'd rather just do podcasting. So then I said, okay, uh-huh. you know, there's just different ways to to go about finding your tribe. People think they have yes. to do everything. You listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. He's like, oh, go yeah. everywhere, post and be crazy. Uh, and <laughs> I'm like, Gary, that's great advice, but they have to go what's best, the best platform for them. And yes. and that's and, and you can still win. You can still win you just on LinkedIn, win. even, or you can just win on YouTube, even. Yeah. You know, so prioritize, prioritize your efforts. Yeah. Uh, I loved Gary V for a long time. Like he's the reason I was on TikTok in 2016, but now he's gotten a little weird. So I'm like a little, but I was 2016. I was like, this guy is saying everything I've been saying for years. I'm like, this guy yeah. gets it. And then he kind of got a little weird. And I was like, whatever. I don't, I'm not in the M- NFT thing, but the, the balance oh, yeah. here that we're acknowledging is the balance of like finding a platform in which you like the content. So if you're not a video person, like I have like a very introverted author that I'm working with, like video is probably not his jam, uh, but writing blogs is. So like finding the right platform and it doesn't always have to be social media, right? I have a client on this platform called Mastodon. I'd never heard of Mastodon before, but that's a platform for his community that seems to work for him. And he's got a really engaged population on there. I might so, check that out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. It's like very, it's like obscure for techies, but oh. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but like, I'm just saying like there's different communities, right? Like, like one of yeah. my clients, it was psychology today because that's where all the therapists go right like mm. i don't think of that as a typical social media platform but like yeah. that's where her people are so you know it really just depends like where you need to show up so it's where you need to show up where your people are that you think your demographic is or where you have your network and then where you you can put out content that's in the, the form that favors you best like i love talking and reacting to people so like hey podcast like let me go talk to people on shows <laughs> um but writing writing is my nemesis so man like i can write a i can write a story like i can create a fictional story all day but if you ask me to do content writing no no so like make things like fictional stories like i I have to make the whole thing up like if i was to talk about what barry did down the street just to sell an idea or coaching or whatever 
I'm gonna have to do a story when we because I don't know like it's weird because you tell me that it's just a hard thing for me to do and I think content writing is a big thing right now because a lot of people are paying for a content writer because they just don't know what to write because I see this guy on LinkedIn he's very popular but he always just writes out something every day about business and marketing and I'm like how does he come up with all this stuff like what is going on but he's made, he said he became a millionaire from LinkedIn literally just writing about yeah. like marketing and stuff and i can't remember his name right now but there's a million he's definitely them. good with writing he's good with writing but like you that's know? your skill set and they double down on their that's skill his set, skill set yep. right yep. so you double down it because i think look i've it's funny because like you're talking about a lot of things that i've evolved on over the last like year of like i hate writing yet i felt so much pressure to do written content on linkedin and i would spend hours editing a text but now granted my content oh, did very God. well because i was insane but <laughs> i was like i like making videos so i was like you know what i need to leverage the fact that i'm a video person and i just make the captions now a little less intense because mm -hmm. i know that people like my personality so like i found a really easy way to like produce videos quickly and getting Ooh. them transcribed and produce and, like and look pretty and like without any of the editing because i also hate the editing and yeah. like it's working for me like getting rid of that perfectionism i'm like you know what people like my my video content i was like fantastic um but like you said on tiktok one of the best things is that you don't have to be totally formal on tiktok you can be a little more loose but you can be a little more real yeah i like that so and i've been on tiktok for a long time but I also like retired TikTok in May, or at least I, I quit because I was addicted. Very, very addicted. Oh, so I barely yeah. got on TikTok since May and I, I am very impressed with That's myself. like social dilemma, huh? <laughs> the social dilemma oh, documentary. Yeah. Oh God, that's <laughs> a whole other can of worms. But yeah, that's it, a whole other topic, but but yeah, I think it's okay to take breaks <laughs> from social media sometime. Like I think it's it's very important because it's our mental health. We gotta take a break <sighs> and just step back. You know, yes. and I think it's okay. You're not going to lose. You're not going to, your website's going to still be up. Yeah. You know, um, I, yes. you know, I mean, if you're organic marketing, of course, you probably don't want to take a break. You're kind of like, oh, that's what have, I'm thinking. Here. If you have I mean, ads oh. running, it's like, if you have ads running, it's like, eh, you know, you got good ads running. But for people that don't have ads running, you have to be on there almost every week, at least three times. Kind of. So here's what I'll say. I'll preface this. that, Like, yes, on certain platforms, like they'll say, like, oh, Instagram, it used to be like, you have to post three pictures a week. And then on TikTok, it's like post three TikToks a day. Like yep. there's some coach who's selling that right now. And they're probably not wrong. But also the people that are buying that are probably not prepared for how much effort it's going to take. Right. So what I yeah. tell, I know you're looking at your face. You're like, you've yeah. been there. So been what there. I tell my clients <laughs> is find a balance that you can stick with like find something you can do because i'll be weird i'll tell you my weird secret is that like on linkedin for like i've been posting consistently on linkedin for like three and a half years like it's kind of crazy wow actually that's kind of wild for me to say that out loud but i only but i only did what i had the capacity to do but i stuck with it so for me i can only pull off once a month so for once a month i posted a something or a video or something on linkedin which is not correct on linkedin like that oh. guy the writer guy's probably like yeah. don't do it but nobody in my network is consistent so i know every single person in my network knows i exist and know that knows that i'm up to something because most people will quit right i'm i'm making up a statistic but i assume 90 percent of people who try to do anything good on social media will quit and not be consistent so i know i'm winning in that regard and then i upped it to every other week because i was like i can do it i make videos faster now and i've got some mm. good energy so yeah. i always tell my clients find something that you can stick with right so if you and a lot of them like that lady with the two with the twitter like or sorry with the tiktok like she was doing it every day and i was like you're gonna get tired and she did. So if she spaced that out, maybe put one a week out. Yeah, it's not the most optimized social media strategy, but the, my clients are not the kind of people that have, they want to be full-time social media managers, maybe the Gary V vision, right? They're people yeah, who have businesses, yeah. but they're people who also have a clientele already. They have people that refer them business that they're not staying in touch with. So I always ask these people, I'm like, how are you staying in touch with your past clients and your referrers? And they're like, well... I can be better. And I'm like, that's your oh, first place. That's the yeah. first place where you need to put in energy. Now, granted, if you're a new business, that's a little bit harder if you don't have that base already. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of the people that I work with already do. And that's what they need to do. They need to show up to them, remind them and educate them on whatever it is the thing is that they do. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I like that. And um, also, I wanted to talk about what is B2B marketing? Because mm -hmm. I keep seeing B2B, right? And I'm business like, business. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, that's a big thing on LinkedIn. Like, oh, is that, yeah. like, is that, um, and I saw there was ads about it too. There's some ads out. Yeah. What's I mean, what is it? What, on that? What's your thoughts on that? The, the marketing and the B2B. 
you mean like b2b is like a concept right like yeah yeah like a concept like so explain look, to audience I, what it is yeah oh but the audience is so business to businesses or businesses that serve other businesses right so my business yeah. my clientele are not like everyday people living their best life I mean, sometimes they are like i got weirdly been hired for like passion projects this year from like folks they're just like i just want to figure out this passion project i was like okay great let's talk about it but um i also a lot of my clients are businesses that are trying to sell more get more clients whatever so linkedin is is considered like a really good spot for that because the audience of people and they're all a lot of them are businesses right there's also the career world right but there's also businesses who sell to other businesses right so the, the guy you were talking about who's a writer you know he's probably selling to a consumer that wants to figure out or maybe other businesses that want to figure out how to do the writing thing so that's what business businesses so for me like all my target clients are probably also checking linkedin on a regular basis and probably could use some linkedin tips from the sherpa so yeah, <laughs> that's go, where i put my yeah. energy but not all businesses, but most businesses what yeah, so that's them to hit you up. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, okay, that's good because a lot of people don't know what that is. And I still yeah. I still was like confused on it, but now I understand more about it. A little bit, yeah. Whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. And there's also B2C, which is business to consumer, right? So like, Okay, oh, that one. Okay. Right. That's, yeah. At the store, that's a consumer product, right? Somebody that's going to buy Noom, like the weight loss app. That's a consumer yeah. product. That's business to consumer, right? But somebody that's buying payroll software is a business it's a business selling to another business right because like an everyday person doesn't need payroll software uh does that make more sense yeah yeah that makes sense now okay because that's that's interesting so many things on linkedin that you can utilize y'all like y'all gotta get down with linkedin because i talk to people all the time like yeah i'm on linkedin they'd be like what's linkedin so it's like i think it's important for you to be on linkedin if you have a business and these are some some of these people are entrepreneurs yes you know and yes and like I said, that's why we don't have, we, we need more coaches out in this world because there's so many different things people need things yes. for. Like they don't, they need somebody to coach them on LinkedIn, like what you're doing. They don't know what the heck it is and what to do. They don't, yeah. they don't even know how to add anything on it. So it's just so many different things I've I learned. Mean, so it's, and, and, and it's okay because, you know, you start where you are, <laughs> exactly. but it's like, it's so many coaches that's needed because of these things. Like even just uploading your book on Kindle and Oh, I don't know that. Wow. Yeah. Can, yeah. My books on, I uploaded my books on there and it's easy to me, Ooh. but I've realized that it's not simple to everyone. And there's still little things that's kind of quirky to me where I'm like, oh, I got to pay a Fiverr guy to fix this, this edit here. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fiverr. It's my buddy. Oh um, man. They're cool. I've toured their headquarters once. It was very cool. They took me what? in. It was awesome. I have a, I have a very weird relationship with Fiverr. It's just funny you say that I use Fiverr oh. water bottles. I have like, oh, neat. I, I, like I have my bottle. Fiverr backpack. This is very, this is not, this is random, but this backpack was from Fiverr. It is old. Now. Oh, that's so neat. I have a relationship oh. with them. So <laughs> I would have, I would have loved, I would love to go to Fiverr and be like, "Hey, what's up? I want to thank y'all for me." Because <laughs> a lot of tasks that I had to do, I just, I just went to went to Fiverr. It has helped me out so many times. It saved me. Yes. Um, and this, so how do you hack happiness? This is a good question. Oh yeah. You know, because <laughs> happiness is it a choice to you or is it just? It's a mindset because. And I'll say this because, like, I'm not a therapist. I'm not here to. I'm not going to cure everyone's problems. But like it's a mindset because even if like so, and i i mean i shouldn't say this because i haven't grieved like other people have grieved but like even if the worst thing is happening in your life it's the mindset of like okay it can get better or i need to think positively or something it's that mindset that like i think and i'm not a like a mindset coach or anything but it's like that headspace of like oh my gosh mm-hmm. i'm trying to be in this state that even if everything is bad i know that things can turn up that's yeah. the mindset so and- the happiness hack is this. And I, I, I've been doing this for like more than a decade, maybe longer, um, different versions of it. But I essentially bucket all the goodness that I hear from others about me in a folder. In a, like, in, in my current, the current form is it's in a, like a Google slideshow. So let's say like, you were like, oh, Shiley, it was great having you as a podcast. You really inspired me. And I learned and I actually executed a few of the tips that you shared. Look at my new LinkedIn updates. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, that was so sweet. It's like, so like, I'll save that. I'll screenshot it and I'll put it in this folder so that let's say I'm having a bad, sad, miserable day. I look through it 
and I see like I still have like 70 80 slides of like nice things that people have said to me and I read it and it makes me feel a little bit better is it going to cure depression no I don't know how to cure depression <laughs> but like it can it can make you feel a little bit better on a yeah. day and it's nice and I used to also make videos for myself after doing remarkable things and say shyly you just did the craziest thing you just facilitated a room full of college students to do all this great stuff and they <laughs> loved you just don't forget I'm like, like don't forget it you're great and then I'll watch it later when I'm like I don't believe in myself life is hard oh. I'm like just watch the video and I'm like oh yep. Shiley from three years ago thinks you can do it so look who better to I believe like than that. yourself so I like how that. I hack happiness right there that's one that's of the a ways. good way to do it because every day is something new and you know our minds can tell us all these things but if we sit here and we look at all the good things that we have going on and write them down then you say well maybe things aren't too bad things can change you know, that's right as a client big. or just, you know, you, you had a good day at work. Maybe your boss helped you more than he did normally. I mean, just little things like can make, yes. and that's the thing. People got to look at the little things in life because, yes. hey. Looking for a single transportation service to handle all of your transportation and logistics needs? LCG Logistics is backed by years of exceptional on-time delivery and is uniquely qualified to provide the coverage you need at the right price. Based in Ohio, we provide dedicated fleet service throughout 48 states and Canada. LCG Logistics is small enough to care and large enough to handle your shipping properly. Call 614-272-4052. LCG Logistics, your single source transportation supplier. Designing an SUV for the electric age means redesigning what an SUV can be. Introducing the Polestar 3. Designed to go farther with up to 300 miles of range. Polestar 3. Designed to protect with advanced safety systems. Designed to look and sound like nothing else on the road. It's time you move up to Polestar. What are you waiting for? Polestar 3, the SUV for the electric age. To learn more and design yours today, visit PolestarColumbus.com. Polestar 3. It's time has come. Hey, you know, the little things make up to, to become the big things. And then next thing you know, you end up happy. Like, why was I upset in the first place? And I do that all the time. Like, why was I even upset? That was dumb. And, you know, I mean, I'd be like, that's kind of, you know, I shouldn't have done that. You know, and it's, it's, it's just a conversation with yourself daily about, you know, what, what you have. Yes. Like yeah. a big part of happiness, I think from like some of the scientists is gratitude is appreciating what you have, which is exactly what you just yes. said. Like if you can look at the things in your life and say, wow, this is amazing. Great. Or even if you can look at your life years ago and say, hey, wow, look at how far I've come. It is huge. And I'm saying this to you as I'm saying yes. this to myself. Uh, yeah. The other happiness hack that I did not author myself, but I, I like legitimately want to make a digital version of this hack so I can give it to mm -hmm. people but I can give it to you verbally, which will be nice for you and your listeners. It's very similar to what you said. I learned this from a rabbi who learned this from his rabbi, but it's not a Jewish thing, Ooh. though I am Jewish. Um, it is it's applicable to everybody. Actually, I told people this on Periscope like five years ago and some lady oh, did Periscope. it. He's <laughs> like, I did the thing. I remember Periscope was oh, so, rest in peace. That was so was cool. So good. Uh, <laughs> love live streaming. But uh, here's the hack, right? This guy says that Go, go home, go sit. Uh, actually, his name is Rabbi Moshe Zeldman. I need to say his name because I got to reference him because I did not write this, but I like I, I take ownership of it sometimes. I think I have a video on this somewhere on YouTube, but it's essentially go down, sit down for an hour, give yourself a full hour, get a piece of paper, or I did it on the computer because I like computers, write down, this is kind of like what you said, write down everything you're grateful for from like my mom, my dad, cousins, you know, my pillow, like weird things like pillows, like the fact that I have food, your job, like, you know, the cute shoes that you own, dresses, whatever it is, glasses, right? Um, every little weird thing, sit down for an hour. He said, after 15 minutes, you're going to be tired. And you're like, I don't know what else to write, but you push yourself for the full hour. That's like the hardest part of this whole thing. And then every day for the next 30 days, you reread the list every single day, take the five minutes to reread the list. And then you add like one more thing every single week Ooh. You do this for 30 days. And then what do you do? Do you want to ask me what happens after 30 days? <sighs> this is what you, yep. you, I don't tell you what, there's a part two to this. Um, or there's part one, part two, and there's a part three. You do this and you find someone like me or this Rabbi Moshe Zeldman guy, if you can find him on the internet, and you ask him what's the next step. And then we tell you because it's a secret. Unless you do the first part, you can't find out the second part. And the second part is very nice, but it also puts it, the whole result is that it puts your life into perspective and makes you see the good in your life rather than all the negative. And so I redid, I did this once like 10 years ago and then I redid it last summer for my business. And it like is a very good game changer. So if you're feeling icky, if you can push yourself to do this. It'll make you feel better. And very few people 
take him up on it. Out of the thousands of people, wow. I mean, 15,000 people he's shared this with, and he said like a couple hundred have reached out and actually done part two. So if you are a determined person that's willing to do this, you're probably determined enough to make a business work or do whatever your dreams are. So thank mm-hmm. you for listening to my TED Talk here. On this no, I love this because, you know, <laughs> my podcast is all about alchemy and becoming true to who you are and Ooh. mastering yourself, you know, because, you know, so many people believe they can't do something, but anybody can do anything they want to do. And if you have to get a coach like you to help to get help, then get a coach. It's okay, you know. Yes. And if you don't have the money to get the coach, you know, go on YouTube, research. And when you're ready, yes. and then if you still need a coach after that, after you get your money up, then you go see a coach because that's what they're here for, you know. Yeah. So that's why I'm grateful yes. for coaches because oh, so I had a coach them. before too myself. Yeah, for, you know, just for mindset when I was in my early 20s, well, mid-20s. She helped me out a lot. So it's just certain things, you know, and my life has changed forever from that. Yes. Um, I then agree. I want to, I also want to dive into Facebook pages. Do you feel like it's, it's, it's important or do you feel like, eh, Facebook is nah, 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 nah. You know, here's the thing. I feel like a lot of my knowledge is less based on the platforms and more based on like my clientele. I usually, if I'm going to tell anybody anything about Facebook, if they're going to like work on it, is I look to see how engaged their list is. So if there's not a lot of people who are already engaging with their posts and it's not where they're getting a lot of business, I don't always worry about it so much. Um, So if you want the nitty gritty on like what the current Facebook algorithm is, like I'm not the person for that. (laughs) But but if someone is posting on there, I can tell you like what's good about their post, what needs to be changed and all that kind Mm -hmm. of good stuff. And a lot of times, a lot of the posts you post on LinkedIn, if you post an outside link, it's not going to do as well. Or if it's too long or too too many links or too many descriptions, like it depends. There's a lot of factors, right? And I'm not as up to date as I was when I was managing more Facebook pages when I was a freelancer, like many, many, many years ago. Wow. um, Actually, I was in the Facebook page world before the algorithms like went to shit like oh yeah with the iphone with the, what is it ios changes or something well, not even that i'm talking about like six seven years ago when organic reach went down because it used oh, to be that, like yeah. everybody would see your posts yeah that's so true it was great now yeah. it's like the, unless you pay for it they're not going to really boost you up but a lot of people have boring mm-hmm. stuff on their pages so it's not even worth their time <laughs> so no it's true like it just it feels like a black hole of stuff which yeah. is why i yeah. make sure like the clients i work with if they want to be, if they're the easiest people that can win is if they have, let's say a hundred people that care about their business and those hundred people are following them. Actually, do you want a story about this from business page perspective? I do have a business. Yeah, page sure. Page. So this is a few years ago. Now I had two clients that started right around the same time. One of them, one of them, they, so I gave them both the same advice. The advice was if you're going to make a page, and this can apply to any social media platform, but in this case, it was Facebook pages. If you're going to make a page, you're going to invite people. Don't do that thing where you just like randomly invite all your friends to like it with a blank, boring page. People do that all the time. So I always tell people this, like make sure your page has information on it and it filled out and you tell people what you solve, maybe all your links and make sure there's a little bit of content on there. So when they look at the page, they're gonna be like, Oh, I know what Sequoia is up to. Like, um, am I saying that right, by the way, Sequoia? Is that right? Yep, it's perfect. You said it perfectly. Yes. Amazing. I'm like, oh, I want to see what Sequoia's up to. So like, let me go, you know, let me go see what's on the page. and Because like, they'll see that you invited them. And it's like, oh, this is so interesting. A lot of people don't fill out a lot of good information there. Um, and also when you ask people personally to like the page, when you DM them and say, hey, like, it's Sequoia here. Like, I, you know, you're my good friend from XYZ Club. Like, would you be able to like this page? I'm working on this new thing. I'm working on my, you know, my amazing card game for couples. Like, come like it. It's very <laughs> different, right? When you're saying a personal message because people feel like one you care yeah. about them and two you open the door for conversations so they can ask you questions about it and three they think wow like you reach out to me personally like that's so special most people just like spam add you to things like i have a lady that i look up to a lot in her business and she's been doing this like auto tag people in all of her posts on facebook mm-hmm. and it's it's getting in front of me which is like a brilliant hack to get in front of me but now i think she's annoying spammer because she's also texted me when she wasn't supposed to text me and i've already oh, unsubscribed no. so it makes me hate her brand um, which is unfortunate. So here's the, here's the story, right? So these two companies started at the same time. One was a chess school and one of them was like an eco-friendly housing project, also kind of a passion project, um, less so business. So I told them both the same advice, like be personal, invite people to like your page, and then also maybe have some content there that speaks to your target audience. The chess school needed to talk to moms because moms are paying for chess programs. Yet all of his content was speaking to his chess buddies. He spam added the 300 people on his list with a very empty business page, right? And when you look at every single post he made thereafter trying to promote his business on social media, very few people liked or commented. Now you go to the other page that only had 60 people following it who did what I told them to do. And every single post, likes, comments, engagement, 
stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, because people know you care. When you care about them, they're going to want to care about you. And this is, granted, this has probably Mm -hmm. helped me build my audience on LinkedIn, right? Wow. They have real people that they care about who are going to support them engaging with their stuff. It's weirdly simple. It could work on any platform, but that's the difference. That that makes sense, though, you know, because I had you know, I w- I'm not a big fan of Facebook and I really didn't want a, pro- a private profile again or anything. But I said, I got to do this for business. So I got back on Facebook page. I got a page and I do, you know, I promote my dating card game called Dating Assassins. And the crazy yeah. thing is I, I just I do a lot of TikTok remake videos of people talking about dating. Anything about dating, Ooh. I share. So and, you know, and I've gotten some sales from that. And also. Oh, yeah, I ran, I, I ran some ads because I took some Facebook marketing training. Oh, good. So you took classes. Good. Yes. And <laughs> I, I'm didn't still go blind. I was like, I'm not, cause I messed up years ago and I didn't even, I wasn't even on a major level, but now I'm on another level. I'm like, I oh, gotta good. make sure this works. So I was like, <sighs> let me make sure this works. And I'm gonna tell anybody out here, if you do digital marketing, please, um, if you don't have the money to pay 5,000, somebody go get training on Coursera get training they'll teach you how to do it because then i was able to get some sales with just a a small amount of money because i didn't even do the big boy money yet you know but just a small amount of money i did i got some few few sales so you gotta teach me some things yeah (laughs) yeah hey we can teach each other like zoom calls hey because i need to probably up my linkedin game uh (laughs) because i i'm like i don't know what you know i'll be sharing quotes girl i'm just i'll give you tips i'll give you tips right here on call if you want so i'm here all i know how to all i know how to do is share quotes on linkedin And oh, people we'll, do like we'll work them. On it. <laughs> we'll work on it. We got you some insights. I think I'll probably talk about mindset because that's one of my, Ooh. if I go on LinkedIn mindset, because it's safe for my job and safe for me. Like that's just safe, you I know, like talking about mindset, you know, and, like and motivational it. stuff. So that's what I would do on LinkedIn. If I start content yes. writing, because I might take a content writing class. I'm not sure. A copywriting class. You know what? I kept saying content writing. I meant copywriting. So I'm going to take a copywriting course. And then I can actually start becoming better with that. And I think other people should take copywriting course too, if they really want to start getting shazzy. Cause those tools that they have now, like, I think there's an AI bot now. I forgot what the oh, name there's is. There's so but... many AI copywriting tools. There's like a million yeah. of them. I think it was copyright.ai. I did a trial okay. with, and I said, Oh, they wrote me a letter to send to people about dating assassins for me, but I had to change some stuff. I did get some bites. I got some bites, shockingly. But I did have to tweak it. After they wrote it, I tweaked it. So I got a few bites and stuff from some people that was like, okay, we'll promote your game, whatever. But it was like, so I said, this kind of works. Now, I did copyright AI, copyright.ai. So I'm not sure if it works for the other, you know, other ones, but. They're all related and different, so. Yeah, because the other one was Jarvis, and I didn't even try Jarvis, but. I think that's some place somebody can start if they want to get some help. Ooh. A little bit of a push. <laughs> I so, like that. I, yeah. you know, as somebody who hates writing, like I feel like I should love these tools, but I've been so hesitant because I'm like, it needs to be from my heart. But also, <laughs> I don't know, there's a new service that I found that apparently will write. I mean, there's a lot of services that probably do this, but you pay like a fee and then they'll write the content for you. And I was like, oh, Ooh. and they gave me like a free trial, I guess. I don't know. What is it called? Shoot. I don't even know what it's called. I just got onto it like a week ago, but they gave me That's like a free 500 word something. But I also am like very nervous. I'm like, it has to come for me, but I'm also, I hate copywriting. So I should just pay someone to do it for me. It'll be great. <laughs> I just actually just hired someone to make me a landing page this week. So I'm like, great. Oh, like, nice. I need help. I'm like, I hate this so much. Yeah. But, um, that's true. No, but yeah, like, I like, I like what you, like, I like that you experimented with ads and I like that you have learned the things because I, it terrifies me. Um, yeah. It's intimidating because like, oh. I was intimidated at first. I was like, uh, I don't, I was just so nonchalant about Facebook ads and everything. But then I said, you know what? I want to win. And also I want to help yeah. other artists and other entrepreneurs to be able to monetize their stuff and get out there. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, cause I'm an introvert, believe it or not. So it's really? like, yeah, I'm an introvert. So, <laughs> so I was like, that's why ads have to be for my go-to, you know? Um, but yeah, so also, what? Let's see what else I want. Oh yeah, to LinkedIn. You. you want nuggets on your LinkedIn content? I'll look at it if you want. Oh yeah, give me some nuggets on it. I am all about nuggets. Uh, wait, did I find you? I had you on here a minute ago. Okay. It's easy to lose sleep when you're worried about your health insurance plan, but when you have a family counting on you to take care of them, having the right coverage is more important than ever. That's why Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is here to help. 
with low to no cost plans for you and your family so you never go it alone that's our anthem click to learn more yeah sequoia i think it's still sequoia crawford night wait is this here i was just looking at your profile i'm like where did it go (laughs) okay s e q oh s i q s i q u o y i a there we go uh is this you did it come up oh i had you a minute ago i love that it went away i'm like i'm gonna blame linkedin for this even though it's not linkedin's fault okay so where do you do you do your graphics on canva because canva is really fun did you say something about canva yeah canva that's where i do my graphics and that's cool even videos oh right they have videos now um yeah i got into some video a new video platform that it got me excited called ClipChamp, and I'm like, it's simple and Ooh. it's dumb. I don't like editing. I mean, I can do it, but I realized I used to spend 15 hours editing one stupid video, and I was like, and it was great. The video killed, but I'm like, for 15 hours, not worth it. I'm like, I need to change something. Yeah, because okay, I was thinking about see. doing stock footage and editing it into one, but then I said, you know what? That's gonna be too tedious for me right now. <laughs> Let's see. Where are your posts? I'm trying to see your posts. Do you post um, on LinkedIn? Not a lot. I usually just post when I finish my certificate from Coursera, and then oh, I also, here. yeah, Three share people. Yeah, share people stuff. Oh, you have an engaged network. You had eleven people that liked your your certificate from Facebook. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of bonkered. Bonkers. Oh, yeah. yeah, a completion certificate for social media advertising. Oh, people like you. Look at that. Oh, people yeah, like yeah, you yeah, out here. Yeah, they, so you have potential at... here. Oh, here's the quote: <laughs> motivation. Okay, so if this is what people do yeah. without any social media insight nuggets like you have a great possibility here oh, um good. oh look and you had a re- reshares tend to not always do well i'm looking at an old reshare of yours that did very well 14 people engaged with it i was like oh that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah an adam I'm... grant quote okay you have you have potential you have some good potential on here holy oh, cow good good trying to people here. clearly care and like about you i'll say one yeah. of the other things i'll say too it, i tell this to any business like look through who likes your stuff and like mm. see if there's someone you need to be in touch with right maybe there's somebody mm. that can open a door so i see a lot of people like your stuff like like always look through the likes and see if there's anybody you should say that hi to a good idea that's always good easy idea. um if you like here's the other thing like reshares like i said earlier don't always do it. like i reshared something oh, this yeah. week, but sometimes they miraculously are crazy <laughs> but facebook or sorry linkedin wants you to make new content so whenever yeah, possible yeah. New content sometimes it likes photos and sometimes it doesn't the more relevant the photo the better i'll make sure I, I do that do it that way because i yeah. started doing canva art and i would add my logo which is well, i got two different logos but either the entertainment logo or the podcast logo and i started adding adding that now but that's on i mainly do that on instagram i don't do it on linkedin it's not it yeah i feel like it's a very instagram thing and less so of a linkedin thing linkedin people yeah. like um like if you're gonna do something on linkedin people you need to hook people in the first few lines or whatever first few seconds of the video or first few whatever whether it's okay. your headline your summary it's always about the first few words the first few seconds the first few everything hmm. first thing with any post like first like you only get like the first three lines to hook someone to the click the see more button because if they click the see more button it means oh i want to know what sequoia has to say mm. so that's one thing the second thing is like and i told this to like one of my clients who's actually pretty big on linkedin i was like you had to give people meat like teach them the thing because your podcast might be the most epic thing in the world but if they yeah. don't know what's in it for me in every episode um when you're promoting it let's say theoretically yeah. on linkedin or somewhere else like if they don't know yeah. what's in it and they don't know what's in it for me, like they're going to miss out on this. Let's say you wanted to talk about motivation based on this episode without getting in trouble with your work. Um, you would pull out and say, hey, like, do you want to find out, you know, on this episode, we find out like the three secrets for LinkedIn or whatever. Like, I don't know if I said three secrets for LinkedIn. I have no idea. But yeah, like, you did. Hey. Well, then, right. And then in the post itself, like, here's what Shiley shared. There's one, do this, two, do this, three, do this. And then like, if you want to watch the full episode, go on to go on to the channel YouTube, or YouTube, wherever. Right. So that's a very different post than just like, here's a nice quote. Nice quote is valuable, but you going out and actually teaching them something or Mm -hmm. highlighting something from the episode or saying, Hey, you know, you know, this is what you do on a really bad day. This is from like, you know, here's how Sequoia motivates people. And you do the mindset stuff, give them like a story about Mm -hmm. mindset. Like I was stuck on this and this is how I figured it out. And here's what you can do to like deal with the mindset thing when it comes up, you could probably write that way better than I can describe. Right. (laughs) Um, so yeah. like, that's an example, right? You want to give people something that they can say, oh, I'm going to take from this and learn from it, or I'm going to be inspired by this story. That's mm. a lot of the stuff that you want in your content. I don't know if you have mm. a lot of that, but that like people eat no. that stuff up like left and right. Or I like don't. tips, tricks, like insights, how you got into making your podcast, right? Things oh. you think the tech world yeah. needs to get better, right? These are all stories you can tell, right? 
Yeah, that's true. I always like, and that's the thing. It's like I have so many topics in my head, but then writing it is like, I'm like, well, how do I? I can Maybe say it better than I write it. Then say it. Then make it a video. <laughs> like I'll probably just say Get it. I'm like, champ and make it a video. The, yeah. Clipchamp. Okay, let me. Clipchamp write is that so down. dumb. Email it's so that easy. I have to shout out Video Easy Peasy on LinkedIn because she's the one who told me about it. Um, oh, if you want to okay. figure out, was that her? She called it Video Easy Peasy. That's her company. This lady told me about this platform, and I'm like, it's so simple. It's so dumb. You can even add a logo to the corner of your picture. Um, oh, it's okay. very Clip quick. Champ. Okay, Clipchamp. That's I what I need. Something simple. quick. It's something quick. quick, straight to the point. Um, yes. Clip- and if you this want, then you upload it to Rev. This is literally my hack for making videos. Then you oh, upload it, the video to Rev. And if they're two mm. or three minutes long, it's like pretty cheap. You pay like five bucks and then Rev will transcribe it. And then you can have a video or you do it oh. for free on ClipChamp, but then you have to like edit it and it's annoying, but like whatever, mm-hmm. but it's fine. It's free. They do it for free. It's like very weird that they don't charge. Oh, good. This, so. So that's, yeah. Cause InShot charges and I don't really, I, I wasn't a big fan of InShot. So I just didn't, I just took off the subscription. I, I wasn't a fan. A lot of people use it on Instagram to do their videos and stuff. So, oh, I don't know what I, I I'm like. I just need simple. I need simple done. So, like, boop to like posting. I can do it in like 20 minutes mm-hmm. if I don't have to write a lot, which I hate writing. But yeah, use the yeah. thing. What we say earlier, use the platform that works for you. The other thing I'll tell you, um, and maybe there's a dumb way for you to do this if you can use a screen mm-hmm. recorder and just screen record a clip of your show, oh, yeah. and then you're done, and then you don't have to do anything. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? I did do that, uh, but I don't share it on LinkedIn. I did do some clips. I went into uh, to Canva and edited the video. I did a clip, like a two minute clip, and uh, I Perfect. just didn't even. I I didn't share it on LinkedIn, but it is shared everywhere else, like TikTok. I just got oh, on cool. TikTok. I just started doing YouTube a week ago. I just took because oh, people were quick. telling me, people were telling me to show my face. They're like, oh, you gotta show your, you gotta show your face. Like I had a lot of guests, and they're like, you don't show your face. So I said, okay, fine. So I was showing my face. I'm like, here I am. I so mean, you don't have to. But feel you more can. personable. Now, it some is. videos, I will not show my face. Like when I do my movie reviews, I like doing movie reviews on here. If I do a movie review, I, I might not show my face or, you know, because I do many movie reviews, a quick one. No, but it depends cute. on it depends on where I'm at. If I'm in the car and got a quick tip, then I'm not going to do a video. But yeah, I just think it's good to do videos with the guest. And, and also it's a great way for SEO, search engine optimization, and more visual for people. Cause, and people have to learn about SEO. I've been telling people oh, about SEO, SEO. And they'd be like, what's SEO? Like search Magic. engine optimization. It works. Secret society. Cause, of- so, yeah, because what are your thoughts on YouTube shorts? Because, you know, I feel like the algorithm is is iffy. Like, you know, I did some motivational Ugh. shorts. And it's like it went two thousand people, and then I did another motivational short. Oh wow! It hit, hit like two people, so it's like one minute, one motivational short hits two thousand, one motivational short hits two people. I'm like, well, how does this work? Because the can't. same type of vibe. You can't control the platforms. That's the that's yeah. why email marketing is yeah. so tooted as like a valuable platform, is because you can control the you can control everything, right? You can control all the audience and you control the content and no algorithm is going to stop you. I mean, there's some email things that can stop you, but like mm. YouTube, like you don't know what the rhyme or reason is. What if you posted it 20 minutes later, it would have blown up. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm always like, have the right people and the right information. Or if you can direct your people to those videos, drive your own traffic. Like that's the only thing you can guarantee. Now granted the 2000 yeah. views can't hurt. Um, but I don't know. I don't play with YouTube shorts as much, so I don't know the ins and outs, but supposedly they're yeah. going to give you more attention because if, if YouTube, and this is like a logic of like social media, like if YouTube is trying to promote shorts and you're like the nice person that's using shorts of like the very, like, let's say you're like, I'm going to make up a number. Let's say it's 1% of all YouTube users use shorts. Like they're desperate for more people to use it. So if you're using it, they want to reward you because they're trying to push this platform out so they can compete with TikTok or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, it's the same with LinkedIn, right? Like of the millions and millions of people who are on LinkedIn, only like one or 2% post regularly. So if you're one of my followers on LinkedIn, there's a very high chance that every time you go on LinkedIn, you're going to see something from me. Um, or like if you go on every two weeks, there's a good chance you'll see my content because very few people on your list might be people who post regularly. That's like an example, theoretically. Mm-hmm. So there's an opportunity to get seen over and over again. It's it's tricky. Um, so they might give you an advantage because they're dying for people to make more stuff. Mm, okay. I like that. Yeah, I think YouTube shorts are great, y'all. So keep that marketing going. Don't give up. And um, and then another question is, do what do you think about LinkedIn pages? Do you think that people uh. need it? Because I just feel like it's kind of too much for me, like having a LinkedIn page and a LinkedIn. 
I, look, this is this is what's going on. LinkedIn pages, they want it's like Facebook pages. They want you to pay money for it to be valuable. But I've seen people who do some cool stuff on there, but I just don't feel like they give you enough reach to make it worth your energy. I yeah. like to tell my clients to put more of their energy into their personal page because there's more there's more value there, and LinkedIn likes to like push that stuff out more. Uh, right. So if anything, this is what I told. I actually had a client do this today. I said, hey, he has a business page. I said, go in the business page and say, hey, this is my business. Um, this is my business. Um, but if you want to, this is my business page, but if you want to see my content, follow me on my personal page. And I told, actually I've told a bunch of clients this so that mm. they, you can redirect people to where you want them to go. So let's say your YouTube channel, maybe YouTube is the biggest thing for you. Like, let's say somebody follows you on Twitter and Twitter's not your biggest thing. Say, Hey, thanks for following me on Twitter. I don't post as much on here. If you really want to see my content, go to YouTube, um, mm. which, you know, Gary Vee will say, you want to serve people where they are. Or maybe yeah. Gary Vee will say, oh, there's a, like a social media customer success people will say serve people where they are, which is true. But like if you're a small brand, you only got so much energy and you want to direct yeah. people to where they want to go. Um, yeah. But having the page ready to go is great because let's say Sequoia Blue gets shouted out on like the news or something, right? And there's a journalist that wants to tag you in the, the tweet, right? If you don't have the page, they can't tag you. So sometimes oh, I like yeah. to have the page ready just in case media moments have, especially with Twitter. Actually, more this is more for Twitter. Anyway, yeah. I remember all day. There's like so much to do. <laughs> It, it um, is it's so much. It's so much when it comes to social media. So many things, ooh. gray areas. It's like red flags that people need to avoid. It's so many different things. Good people, so, good content. That's literally it. Like, you know what? That, if you can cut all the noise out, okay? Yeah. Good people that you have relationships with, put good information that they're looking for. So if you're trying to sell, help somebody, you know, get motivated and get, well, you know what you said earlier, you like want to motivate people and mindset, encourage yeah. them and teach them about mindset and encouragement because somebody yeah. on your list and you can tell you already have a, like, you have a very engaged list. People care about you. Like they're going to eat it up. They're going to be ready for it. Especially if I share a clip of this, they're going to be like, Oh my God, there she goes. So I mean, I might take you up on your advice, start sharing clips on LinkedIn. It, it might be easy, right? I would say like anything less, like less than three minutes is not bad. I've accidentally gone a little over that, but like I'd say less than three minutes, probably less than two minutes, even if you can pull it, like just clip it. That's it. Yeah. Screen record I'll start, it. I'm going to start doing that. I appreciate that. Yes. On my LinkedIn page and everything. Yes. Yeah. Where can, where can uh, people hit you up when, if they want to book you? Ooh. Okay. So you can go to <laughs> your social media, Sherpa.com where if you want LinkedIn tips, and here's another LinkedIn tip. Actually, if you want me to add you to this, I have a collection of my favorite LinkedIn profiles to give you ideas and inspiration. Oh. So you can sign up for it and it gets into your inbox really nicely. I'm definitely going to sign okay, up. Okay, I could add, we could add you to it. So it'll be great. So that's my like thing. Like you can have it and you can get my very easy social media tips every week in your inbox. Uh, but if you really want my support, the first way that people work with me is, especially if you're a business that's well connected, is I do something called like a video review where I basically stalk you on the internet and tell you, how you're showing up, what works, what doesn't, and where your golden opportunities are. I can already tell a golden opportunity for you is that you have a very good network on LinkedIn that likes and cares about you, which means that they're going to be way open to hearing whatever it is that you want to teach them. So I do this video review. I look at everything you have on the internet from where you think you are to where you didn't know you were to Google, to your emails. I literally on video, just kind of like what I did here a little bit, like I judge everything and I give you a three key things that you can do that's going to help you tomorrow. And then from there, people usually sign up to work with me a little bit more in depth, but that's always the way to start. You get stocked on the internet. So that's coming out. And then I'm also, uh, I have like a, I'm going to, I'm gifting this training that gives you my entire like strategy basically. And you could like take it as like a mini course and it's like totally public on the internet, but it's, you have to ask me for it right now, but it's going to be on my website very, very soon. So uh, if you want to figure out what, how to like stay top of mind with your network and be unforgettable online and engage people that you care about on the internet, that is the the next best thing. So there's a lot of stuff there, but your social media sherpa.com and it's going to, it's going to blow your mind. You're going to get tips, insights, and so on. I have YouTube videos too. I mean, there's lots of goodies, but if you want to learn from me, there's hours and hours and hours on the internet, including this podcast. So woohoo. Yeah. Check her out y'all. Seriously. This is some great information. <laughs> Good. It yay. Start out here. You got to know which way to go. Get that help if you need it, y'all. I love and, it. And uh, before we wrap it up, even though it's just so Ooh. much fun, but, you know, I would, <laughs> we can we can have another chat, you know. It's not <laughs> oh, a, yeah. We'll have another Sequel. chat on another topic. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably have something where you're actually showing people tips or, you know. Ooh, then, we can do it. Then that'll be great for YouTube, too, because a lot of people like me go on YouTube and search for tips and someone's sharing something and you copy what they do. So it's really that's really important, too. So that might be, you know, Ooh, next time. I like it. <laughs> yes. Look, sequel. I've done sequels with folks, so I love it. 
Hey. Um, yes. And what, and before we go, what is a saying or quote that you go by? <gasps> oh, okay. So I wish I wrote this quote myself again, borrowing it for someone else, but I love it is that social media is about the people not about your business provide for the people and the people will provide for you yes i love it i love it y'all see that's y'all that's why i do quotes at the end of every show we got to see what people are you know what their experience is and what's their favorite quotes this is just motivation y'all more motivation going and what we well, we appreciate you for being on the pod today. And also I want to give a shout out to Up and Up Design for creating my website, sequoiablue.com. So I want to give them a shout out. You know, they're, they're a very great company. They can design some stuff for you, get your website up for you, make it look good. And I just want to shout them out. And also, yes, go check out Shaylee's website. We're going to also put in the show notes. So don't worry if you didn't catch it. It's going to be in the show notes, y'all. So, yay! (laughs) Yes. So, thanks everybody for coming on. Peace, be safe, and live your life, folks. If you're getting ready to do your holiday shopping at Sephora, Nike, or Neiman Marcus, make sure you head to Rakuten first. Rakuten helps you save big on whatever you're buying for the holidays. Getting gifts for friends and family? Get some cash back for yourself. Plus, save on festive home decor, party outfits, and that trip to see your fam. With Rakuten, you can earn cash back on top of the biggest sales of the season, so you get the most savings. And it's easy to use. Just start your shopping at Rakuten.com or use the Rakuten app, and you'll get your cash back payments through PayPal or check. Rakuten partners with over 3,700 stores. The stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Join for free at Rakuten.com and get the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.